SOSHPR.edu In July 2005, Mumbai was battered by unusually heavy monsoon rains. In just 12 hours, more than 25 inches deluged India's business capital. That, combined with record high tides, wreaked widespread havoc, bringing the city to a virtual standstill. As the water rose waist-high in many areas, people found themselves stranded at railway stations, trains and roads and sidewalks. Among them were many of Mumbai's Dabawalas, who deliver meals prepared in customers' homes to their offices, and then return the empty dabas, metal lunchboxes, the same day. Nevertheless, on the second day of the flooding, even before the city had limped back to life, the Dabawalas were back on the job, wading through the water. They quickly became a symbol of gritty resilience. The 5,000 or so Dabawalas in the city have a remarkable service record. Every working day they transport more than 130,000 lunchboxes throughout Mumbai, the world's fourth most populous city. That entails conducting upwards of 260,000 transactions in six hours each day, six days a week, 52 weeks a year, minus holidays, but mistakes are sporadic. Amazingly, the Dabawalas, semi-literate workers who mostly manage themselves, have achieved that level of performance at low cost, in an eco-friendly way without using any IT system or even cell phones. The Dabawala service is legendary for its reliability. Since it was founded in 1890, it has endured famines, wars, monsoons, Hindu-Muslim riots, and a series of terrorist attacks. It has attracted worldwide attention and visits by Prince Charles, Richard Branson, and Federal Express employees, a company renowned for its logistics mastery. How can a poorly educated, decentralized workforce perform so beautifully in an environment that can charitably be described as unpredictable and challenging? The answers hold lessons for companies seeking to expand in emerging markets and for all developed economy enterprises whose ranks are dominated by unexceptional talent. Even firms that can afford to hire stars typically depend on a cast of ordinary people to support them. The Dabawala success is proof that ordinary workers can achieve extraordinary results with the right system in place. After hearing about the Dabawalas, I traveled to Mumbai to uncover what they might teach us about managing a superior service organization. With the support of Harvard Business School's India Research Center, IRC, I reviewed the literature on the Dabawalas, interviewed workers and supervisors in their organization, and accompanied them during a typical delivery day. I analyzed their operation and its inner workings. The Dabawalas have an overall system whose fundamental pillars, organization management, process, and culture, are perfectly aligned and mutually reinforcing. In the corporate world, it is uncommon for managers to strive for that kind of synergy. While most, if not all, pay attention to some of the pillars, only a minority address all four. Culture, for example, often gets short shrift, too few managers seem to recognize that they should nurture their organizations as communities, not just because they care about employees but because doing so will maximize productivity and creativity and reduce risk. The takeaway, managers should not think of themselves merely as leaders or supervisors, they also need to be architects who design and fine-tune systems that enable employees to perform at optimal levels. To understand how to accomplish that, let us explore how each of the Dabawala's pillars contributes to a system focused on achieving a straightforward goal, on-time delivery. Organization, a clockwork design. A key to the Dabawala's operations is the Mumbai Suburban Railway, one of the most extensive, complex, and heavily used urban commuter lines globally. Its basic layout allows delivery of people with bicycles and handcarts to travel short distances between the stations and customers' homes and offices. 
It is partly the railway system that creates demand in the first place. Crowded trains make carrying DAP as difficult, and office workers do not regularly eat out, because of the expense, a preference for home-cooked food, and the poor quality of the few office cafeterias that exist. So office employees have their lunches prepared at home and delivered by the Dabawalas after the morning rush hour. On any given day, a Daba changes hands several times. In the morning, a worker picks it up from the customer's home and takes it, along with other Dabas, to the nearest train station, where it is sorted and put onto a wooden crate according to its destination. It is then taken by train to the station closest to its destination. There it is sorted again and assigned to another worker, who delivers it to the right office before lunchtime. In the afternoon, the process runs in reverse, and the daba is returned to the customer's home. To carry out their work most efficiently, the dabawalas have organized themselves into roughly 200 units of about 25 people each. These small groups have local autonomy. Such a flat organizational structure is perfectly suited to providing a low-cost delivery service. Dabawala customers pay only about 400 or 500 rupees, or $7 to $9, a month. There are other delivery services that charge more and cater to local groups, but the Dabawalas have no significant rivals at their price point and scale as far as I know. Even though the service has been in business for more than a hundred years, no one has been able to replicate it. A Regulatory Mechanism The railway system sets the pace and rhythm of work. The daily schedule determines when certain tasks need to be done and the amount of time allowed for each. For instance, workers have 40 seconds to load the crates of dabas onto a train at major stations and just 20 seconds at interim stops. Workers have 40 seconds to load the crates of dabas onto a train at major stations and just 20 seconds at interim stops. The tight schedule helps synchronize everyone and imposes discipline in an environment that might otherwise be chaotic. In addition, it provides clear feedback when performance slips. If a worker is late dropping off his dabas at a station, his delinquency is immediately obvious to everyone, and alternative arrangements then have to be made for transporting his dabas on another train. Problems can't be swept under the rug and must be dealt with promptly. Many service businesses lack a built-in mechanism like a railway. But they can adopt a system that confers similar benefits. For example, many product development teams set up a schedule in which they repeatedly cycle through the design-build test process, rather than doing each step once and waiting until late in the game to perform testing. This allows them to get quick feedback on work and find problems early. A comparable manufacturing mechanism is talk time, which involves matching the rate of demand with the rate of production to synchronize the entire operation. A talk time of one minute means that a widget is produced every minute because there is a demand for one widget a minute, a faster pace generates waste, and a slower one does not meet demand. This rhythm drives everything and exposes deviations from the norm. Management, a self-organized democracy. The Dabawalas essentially manage themselves for hiring, logistics, customer acquisition and retention, and conflict resolution. This helps them operate efficiently and keep costs low and the quality of service high. All workers contribute to a charitable trust that provides insurance and occasional financial aid, for example, a worker needs to replace a bicycle stolen or is broken beyond repair. Each Davaola is an entrepreneur who is responsible for negotiating prices with his customers. However, governing committees set guidelines for prices, which consider factors such as the distance between a customer's residence and office and the distance between that office and the closest railway station. Because Dabawalas own their relationships with customers and tend to work in the same location for years, 
Those relationships are generally long-term, trusting ones. The Dabawalas within a group do not have a monopoly over any particular area, they are encouraged to seek new customers, even in a building that a colleague served. However, once the relationship is established, no other Dabawala is permitted to go after the same customer and steal him. The Dabawalas take advantage of their more relaxed afternoon schedule to interact with customers to share information about upcoming changes, collect monthly fees, and discuss any issues. When someone wants to join a local Dabawala group, the group will assess whether there is enough demand to add another person. New hires are trained on the job by the group. They learn to assist in all activities. After a six-month probation period, they can buy into the business with a sum equal to 10 times their expected monthly income. For example, if a new hire expects to make 7,000 rupees, about $126, a month at a particular unit, he needs 70,000 rupees to become an equity partner who would share in the profits. Workers with more than 10 years of experience serve as supervisors or mugadams. Every group has one or more mugadams, who supervise the coding, sorting, and loading and unloading of dabas and are responsible for resolving disputes, overseeing collections and troubleshooting. They also pick up and deliver dabas themselves. Members elect representatives from among the mugadams to serve on two managing committees that meet monthly to tackle operational and organizational issues and problems that cannot be resolved at the local level. Process, Simplicity, Flexibility, and Rigor For the Dabawalas, having the right process in place means more than merely implementing efficient workflows. It also entails just about everything in the organization, including how information is managed, the use of built-in buffers, and strict adherence to standards. Simple Codes To convey information, the Dabawalas rely on a system of fundamental symbols. The lid of a Daba has three critical markings on it. See the exhibit cracking the Daba code, the first is a large, bold number in the center, which indicates the neighborhood where the Daba must be delivered. The second is a group of characters on the edge of the lid, a number for the Dabawala who will make the delivery, an alphabetical code, two or three letters, for the office building, and a number indicating the floor. The third, a combination of color and shape, and in some instances, a motif, indicates the station of origin. Customers supply small bags for carrying their dabas, and the variation in the bag's shapes and colors helps workers remember which daba belongs to which customer. The coding system contains just enough information for people to know where to deliver the dabas, but it doesn't allow for full addresses. The dabawalas, who run the same route for years, don't need all those details, and inserting them would clutter the lid, slow the sorting process, and possibly lead to errors. This insight is applicable in many other contexts. People operate in the visual world. Whether you run an airline, hotels, or a university, how and what information is conveyed can make a huge difference. Less is often more because it can reduce confusion. Recognizing this, Delta Airlines recently redesigned its boarding passes to make them less cluttered and to highlight essential information such as the destination city. The simple coding system is crucial, given the two tight tolerances of airline operations. Buffer Capacity Even with an efficient coding system, workers still have a tiny margin of error for specific tasks. The allotted time for picking up a daba at a house, for example, might be only 30 to 60 seconds, and any number of small delays could easily have a cascading effect that slowed thousands of deliveries. So, to stay on schedule, each group has two or three extra workers who fill in wherever they are needed, and all members are cross-trained in different activities, collecting, sorting, transporting, finance, 
and customer relations. Marriott Hotels takes a similar approach. About half its employees are cross-trained, so front desk agents, for example, can quickly help guests with their luggage if a bellhop isn't available. The company claims that such cross-training enabled its Cancun hotel to return to business quickly after Hurricane Wilma swept through the region in 2005. As Zainab Tun points out in Why Good Jobs Are Good for Retailers, HPR January to February 2012, cross-training is one of the elements that allow successful retailers such as Quick Trip Convenience Stores, Mercadona and Trader Joe's Supermarkets, and Costco Wholesale Clubs to not only invest heavily in store employees but also have the lowest prices in their industries, solid financial performance, and better customer service than their competitors. Many manufacturers, of course, rely on such built-in buffers too. At Toyota, the group and team leaders are also reserve workers, ready to fill in quickly for any task or function. The lesson, especially in a highly variable environment, organizations can't always run as leanly as they might like. They need just enough extra capacity to handle problems and emergencies but not so much that it bogs down the operation and becomes wasteful overhead. Rigorous adherence to processes and standards. This minimizes variations that might throw a wrench into the works. The dabas, for instance, are all roughly the same size and cylindrical shape. To encourage customers to conform, containers incur an additional fee when, say, they are so large that they require special handling. Unusual containers that interfere with the delivery operation are simply not acceptable. This uniformity allows the dabas to be packed quickly onto crates, which are also a standard size so that they can be efficiently loaded onto trains. The Dabawala strictly observe certain rules. For instance, they do not eat until they have completed all their deliveries. Workers are fined or fired for repeated mistakes and negligence. Customers are also expected to abide by the process. Those who are repeatedly late in having their dabas ready for pickup and do not respond to warnings are dropped. The system empowers frontline workers to take action, just as Toyota does in its manufacturing plants, where workers who spot problems can pull a cord to halt a production line so that they can be addressed immediately. Of course, no process is bulletproof. Dealing with customers who are a few minutes late preparing their dabas is one thing, Handling a citywide disruption like a major traffic jam or a torrential monsoon is an entirely different matter. Culture, a strong sense of belonging. In rebuilding companies as communities, HBR July to August 2009, Henry Mintzberg laments the depreciation in companies of community, people's sense of belonging to and caring for something larger than themselves. He connects the decline of community to the collapse of once great corporations and ethical failures like the subprime mortgage fiasco that sparked the Great Recession. Tellingly, some of the companies we admire most, Toyota, Semco, Brazil Mondragon, a Basque Federation of Cooperatives, Pixar, and so on, typically have this strong sense of community, Mintzberg writes. I could not agree more, and I offer the Dabawa system as another case in point. Emotional bonds and a shared identity. Dabawalas, who range in age from 18 to 65, tend to remain in their groups for their entire working lives. There is no mandatory retirement age, as a result, members of each team care deeply for one another. In one group that I observed, an elderly worker who was no longer able to carry large loads of dabas helped in other ways and was paid the same salary as everybody else. New workers are typically friends or relatives of existing members, and though Mumbai is a melting pot of religions, ethnicities, and dialects, most Dabawalas have the same culture, language, values, work ethic, diet, and religious beliefs. 
Many come from the region around the city of Pune and can trace their roots back to warriors who fought in the 17th century for Katrapati Shivaji, the founder of the Maratha Empire in western India. While on the job, the Dabawalas wore the same style of clothes and white Gandhi caps, making them easy to identify. They are mostly uneducated, only 15% have attended junior high school. A handful is women, who typically perform administrative functions or special services, such as pickup or delivery at irregular times, that command a higher fee. Undoubtedly, their strong ties contribute to the Dabawala's extraordinary track record. Research by scholars such as Amy Edmondson and Richard Hackman of Harvard has shown that familiarity, bonds, and psychological safety lead to lower error rates. According to the National Transportation Safety Board, 73% of commercial aviation accidents occur on flights with crews working together for the first time. Furthermore, as Ed Catmull points out in How Pixar Fosters Collective Creativity, HBR September 2008, such an environment is crucial to tapping an organization's creative potential and minimizing risks. The Dabawala's homogeneity also plays a part. In an era when many companies strive for diversity in their workforce, its downside, less alignment, often is ignored. There are advantages to uniformity, it creates a strong identity and sets boundaries that are necessary for a highly variable environment. The rules cannot be so rigid that they don't allow for flexible responses to problems that occur every day. It is all about balance. A simple mission. Of course, corporations typically have much more heterogeneous workforces. But they can learn from the Dabawala's devotion to their simple mission, delivering food on time, every time. For the Dabawala's, that task is akin to delivering medicine to the sick and serving food is like serving God. That explains their extreme dedication to their jobs during the floods of July 2005. In addition to unifying the workforce, a straightforward mission can be connected to concrete goals that workers can be measured against on a daily basis, making it much more potent than abstract, lofty objectives like spread excellence everywhere, and always delight the customer. A self-reinforcing system. The individual pillars help explain certain aspects of the success of the Dabawalas. But to truly understand how they do what they do, you must look at the whole and consider how the pillars reinforce one another. Take the coding system. It is simple and visual, which allows a semi-literate workforce to sort DABAs quickly. That allows the use of a hub-and-spoke organization in which railway stations serve as hubs, and the need for centralized management is minimal. This is an essential lesson for executives who mistakenly think they can alter just one pillar without taking into account the impact on the other three. The Dabawala show that an organization doesn't need extraordinary talent to achieve extraordinary performance with the right system. Consider what happened when companies like Microsoft and Hindustan Unilever were interested in having advertising materials and product samples delivered along with the Dabas. After conducting trial experiments, the Dabawalas found that the extra time required to affix flyers or samples to the Dabas was too big to disrupt their system, and the projects were tabled. Over the years, the Dabawalas have received plenty of recommendations for increasing their revenues or improving their operations. However, the suggestions are usually rejected after careful scrutiny reveals their impact. Some business school students suggested we use motorcycles instead of bicycles, recalls Raghunath Mej, the head of a Dabawala governing committee. But then our people would have to learn how to use them, get driver's licenses, deal with the regional transport office, the Department of Motor Vehicles, and costs would increase for the customer. That's not to say that the Dabawala suppose change. They acknowledge they must adapt to significant trends sweeping India, 
such as the exploding numbers of women entering the workforce. This shift will put a big crimp in their operations because in India, preparing lunches and packing them in dabas has traditionally been a woman's domain. Consequently, the Dabawalas have started to collaborate with small companies and canteens that provide freshly prepared meals. At the same time, they have rebuffed any proposals for backward integration, for example, setting up their kitchens. The reason is simple, they will not allow themselves to be distracted from their core mission of delivering dabas on time. Successful companies with a robust central mission but find themselves in a changing environment should take a similar path, they should articulate their core, always experiment around it, and explore new opportunities but be careful not to deviate too far. This is a lesson that the Lego group learned the hard way. When the company tried to grow aggressively in the mid-1990s, its leaders encouraged their businesses to venture outside its core play systems. Operational complexity grew, costs got out of hand, and customers became confused about Lego's brand and values. After the group narrowly avoided bankruptcy in 2004, a new management team created a successful business model that carefully balanced growing through experimentation, controlling operational complexity and staying true to the core. The group has re-emerged as one of the most successful toy makers in the world. When confronted with disappointing results, far too many companies mistakenly think that the remedy is to conduct a purge of employees and recruit some stars. The Dabawalas have shown that an organization does not need extraordinary talent to achieve extraordinary performance with the right system. Leaders who see themselves as system architects can obtain the same results. However, getting organization management, process, and culture aligned and self-reinforcing is one thing, maintaining that harmony is another. Dell, in its heyday, had an exceptionally well-tuned operational model, but then the market changed, and the company has yet to recover fully. The Dabawalas, too, are facing challenges as their market transforms. Nevertheless, with reasonable adjustments to their four pillars, they may continue to achieve outstanding results. Moreover, that is a lesson manager of all enterprises should take to heart. Cracking the Daba Code Simple symbols tell the Dabawalas where each lunchbox needs to go. The number for the district the Daba is going to Ballard Estate. Mark showing the originating station, Purla. Code of the Dabawala at the destination station which will make the delivery. Code for the destination, Sant Building. First floor, the name of the customer may also be included here if multiple deliveries go to the same floor source, company interviews.